Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 scruisecom slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's 902-1OMG. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, 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 everybody. We're here for another episode of 902-1OMG. Hi. 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 It's me, Jenny, and this is Tori and Sisney, and we are so excited to be with you for another week. This is a really good episode, you guys. Uh Uh-huh. We have to go back to initials, especially because the name of the episode is Euphoria, all in initials, basically. Oh, yeah. To spell it out. Euphoria. Get it? Yeah. 
aired on November 14, 1991. Synopsis, Emily invites everyone to join her at an underground club. The location is a secret. The gang must exchange an egg at a convenience store for this information. Directed by Charles Braverman, written by Ali Adler, Steve Wasserman, and Jessica Klein. This is the big, this is the big uh, exchange an egg episode. I never really knew. We talked about this on BH90210 and we kind of did a thing with it, but I never really knew where it came from. And now I, I see where it came from, but I still don't get it. It's so funny though. <laughs> this was a thing. I had an older sister who would go to raves and mm-hmm. they would do stuff like this. This is what happens. They would, they would have to go exchange an egg. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was always an egg. Maybe it was other. Oh, it was it's always a thing. an egg? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a thing. Leave it to I the know youngster something. to educate us. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I was never allowed to go to these because I had a curfew that was earlier than everyone, but I always would drop my friends off and they had to pick up something. I don't remember it being an egg, but there was an exchange of something to get the address. <gasps> So the whole gang goes to like a, a, a underground rave party where mm-hmm. there's just, you know, drugs and drinking and all things happening there. Smoke and sexuality and dancing and all the things. <laughs> I love how everyone just like stood out. It was just not your scene. We tried. He tried. Yeah, he definitely tried. <laughs> the kids from Beverly Hills really tried to get down and dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Playing yeah. the part of ravers this week. <laughs> and dressed at, like ravers. We're all really dressed appropriately for our big rave night. Have you, have, have either of you, have, you've, Tori, you said you were never allowed to go to a rave, but did you ever go to a rave? Or like a rave-like party? <laughs> No, I literally would drive my friends downtown to some weird address where they would get the address from some weird, sketchy person. Um, and then I would drive them and drop them off at what looked like a warehouse. And then I would go home. Oh, you were the designated driver. Yeah, it sucked. So was this storyline inspired by you? Did you tell your dad about it? Or like, or is this straight from the writers? Like they... Oh my gosh, these things keep popping up that I never put two and two together. Maybe... <laughs> yes, I always drop my friends off downtown and they were like, nope, you can't stay. And I'd always beg, like, can I just go in for 30 minutes, get a wristband and go in? I won't drink nothing. I'll drive home. And they'd be like, nope, come right back. Uh, the, the, just the music outside of the rave, like before they even get into the building, <laughs> sent off like all kinds of bells and whistles in my brain, like memories and <laughs> red flags and. You know, it was like PTSD of a different kind, but it, just the music would give me anxiety of like, oh, we're going to go into a really crowded dance place and everybody's going to be gyrating and it's going to be dangerous. Like I felt, I felt the feelings when I heard the music. She said gyrating. They're gyrating. Uh, People yeah. were gyrating. This is Brenda's jam. She can get oh, her freak Brenda on. Brenda was not having it from the get go. Yeah, there, nobody was line dancing at this place. <laughs> what a difference a week makes in, in dancing. Yeah. I grew up in, uh, well, in my high school years was um, spent in Phoenix, Arizona, and raves were held out in the middle of the desert, like way, way out on dirt roads. And then there would just be 
a ton of cars and a bonfire and just people and cactus. <laughs> that sounds what now became Coachella. <laughs> I guess so. I went to the, before Coachella was a thing, that's what you were on the pulse were. and you didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, it, it did give me anxiety. I knew there was going to be a lot of people in there and um, it, but it looked, fun. Like they, I just loved it. The kids look like, um, they stuck out a little bit. Our, our Sis, group. But that's you what you do when rave? you're teenagers. Like you want to explore and you're so curious about everything. Do you ever go to a rave sis? I don't know that I've ever been to a rave in California, mm-hmm. but I've been to Ibiza or Ibiza. That's just a rave 24 seven. The whole <laughs> island's a rave. That's sexy. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have been. And they're just giant, giant warehouses. And I remember we were, we planned our trip around it and I wanted to go see David Guetta. And my friend and I were just so clueless. And we got there like at 1030 because that's the time we thought he was going to go on. And he didn't go on until like four in the morning. Oh, whoa. <laughs> we like, that's yeah. Crazy. It's definitely a. A scene for, I think, a glimpse of, I don't know, for me, it was my 20s. I couldn't, you couldn't pay me to be around that many people now. Right. Yeah. Not, no, no, no. Thank you to the rave right now. Mm, no, pay anyone you. to be around that many people right now. Mm-mm. I know. It's all the images from Lollapalooza. I was like, that gives me anxiety. I mean, I love a good music festival. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But like, I like to be like tucked away, like in a. In your VIP area. In a suite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> VIP. <laughs> no gen pop for you? No. Come on. If that's where it's at, out in the gen pop, like in the audience. Oh, been wait, what that. does gen pop mean? I'm so General behind. public. Oh. <laughs> that was like gen X, like General gen population. pop. Like in, yeah. Oh, is that is that where they do the that's things like the where big, they... Yeah. Where all where you see yeah. all the, the Nestle plunge? What is it called? That's where you do Not the euphoria, <laughs> What's it, it called? It's called crowd surfing, I think. Something. Have like you ever that. done that? Have I ever crowd? No, I'd be no. the asshole they drop. No, <laughs> no, no. I've never done that. Not Is that a bucket list? People <laughs> holding up me up from all different parts of my body. That would not be fun for me. Oh, yeah, they t- they must touch you. Touch you all over. over. That. <laughs> Too many hands. <laughs> Too many hands. Hey, that's not my. Wait, what? What's happening? Ah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, uh, but you gosh. know, I, I've I've dappled in a mini a gin pop, just for the vibe of it and the experience, and I uh, loved it. And but sometimes in within the gin pop area, there are little pockets of, um, you know, right. like VIP or whatever friends of the record label or who whatever. However, you can get into those areas. That that's the ticket to be in gin pop, but in a pocket. That's kind of like yeah. protected and easy to get in and out of because that's the thing when you get into groups of all those that many people, it's so hard to get out and you're like a squished cattle trying to like yeah. Uh, and it's like how do you go to the bathroom? This gives a me lot. anxiety. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a concert person. I know you both are into music and I just mm-hmm. concerts make me nervous. I've only been to a handful my entire life. One I was with at with Jen uh, Lenny Kravitz, but you don't remember. That. She doesn't remember, but we went. Um, and I only said yes because I wanted to be cool. Like, I actually get panic attacks at concerts. There's just so many people. You never know what could happen. 
But what about like the Hollywood Bowl? Because then you can have like one of those like. Um, oh, I lied. I've been to that. Yeah. Like the, what did I call? Mm-hmm. I can't think of the name of it. Like little cubby. Yeah. A box. <laughs> a box. A thank box. you. I love a box. A concert you, with uh, a box seating. Box, and, and it's food. four people. And it's usually like four people, you know. You can bring in <laughs> beer and wine, champagne, whatever you want to bring in. A little picnic basket. And then that's yes. the way to do it. Like, I'm not, like a designated area. Mm-hmm. I just want my own designated area. Like nobody sweat on me. I feel yeah. 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 Makes a big difference. <laughs> yeah. When you're young, you just take what you can get. It's like, Gen Pop, here I come. Give it to me. This is the episode where really Emily start, we really start to build the, the story of Emily Valentine and like her being a bad girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jen, do you remember the day we filmed the scene where... We find Brandon and he's, uh, you know what I'm going to say? He's, <laughs> and he's on the car, shirt off. And Emily's like, her, all the friends are like, oh my God. And, and he, she's like, don't go away, Matt, just go away. Oh, I remember. <laughs> For some reason, and we would say this to Christine's face because we're friends with her. For some reason, the way she said that line, we were all like, hmm. Remember? Yeah. And it, it became like, like a, a recurring thing with us. So we will always say it throughout the years. It was an interesting choice. And we we, we yeah. all just took it and ran with it. Don't go away. Wait. No, don't go away, Mad. Just go away. Yeah. And Christine, who is such a great actress, for some reason, when she said the line and delivered it with that tone and that intention, we were all, I, I'm not going to lie. We kind of, we laughed. <laughs> Remember, we huddled around, we laughed. I I hate admitting that because that's never nice to do. She didn't know, but we laughed. And then for years, we would always like reenact it and be like, don't go away, Matt. Just go away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was a great line, though. As a fan, I loved it. Memorable, though, right? Yeah. It's very memorable. So she made the right choice. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we were just young and silly and... We weren't mean girls. Like, we loved her. We were just like, oh. Yeah, and it wasn't just you and I for, for by any means. It was the bigger group. It was everyone. Yeah, it was the whole group. If we're going down for saying this, they're all going down. <laughs> yeah. Everybody did They'll it. I'll never admit it, but yeah. This was the episode that made fans turn on her. Like, I was like well, yeah. out on Emily at this point. Right, who spikes like, She's it? out. Who does that to their boyfriend? Like, roofies them, basically. Like, right. <laughs> That's awful. What if he had had a condition and had like some bad effect and, and she killed him so or she killed Brandon bad. where we would no, none of us would be here right now. No, no. Oh my God. Whew. That would have sucked for all of us. Yeah. I, do you think you've ever been somewhere and had your drink spiked? I feel like maybe or, Which is but, unfortunate. but there's been times where I've claimed that and I really just drank too much and was acting really <laughs> somebody silly. Somebody drink, I I'm swear. like, somebody spiked. I didn't do it. It's not me, it. you guys. Yeah, I've done that before. But my mom made me paranoid. Like when I could go to clubs and stuff, she was like, always put your hand on your glass. So I got really weird about it. And I was always like, hand on the glass, never leave your drink unattended right. to the point where it became like, I couldn't even enjoy myself. Cause I was just like, Can someone hold my glass? I got to go to the bathroom. Like I can't leave the glass unattended. Well, that's a good thing to do. I mean, Look, yeah, look at what happened to Brandon. I know. And and at the at this rave, well, first of all, Kelly sneaks out. She lies to old Jackie. Well, thing, you tell the truth first. 
I tried. Backfires. She tried. Yeah. She tried yeah. to be a good girl. She tried to tell the truth, but it, that wasn't the answer that she was looking for. So <laughs> she had to go with a lie. I wouldn't, if that's the case, like it's so hard as a parent because you always tell your kids, tell me the truth. No matter what, mm-hmm. you can come to me and tell me the truth. And I and? think that's bullshit. <laughs> it's totally bullshit. <laughs> Because it, it never works out that way that you tell them exactly what they are afraid of hearing and then everything's fine. Right. Like if that was your daughter saying, telling you the truth about going to this rave, would you let her go? Yeah, I would feel like I had to a little bit. See, that happens, Jen, to me. Like I tell my kids, please tell me the truth. Like you've set a really good example. You always have your girls tell you the truth. They do tell you the truth most of the time. And and I, that set a good example. So I, I've done that with my kids because they're getting older and I'm trying it. But when they do tell me the truth, I don't like it. I kind of give in because I'm like, if I don't, the next time they're going to lie. Mm-hmm. It's hard. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's a hard. What do you do? Where, yeah. Where's the, it's very tricky, but I do, yeah. I do want to be that parent. That's like, if you just tell me the truth, we'll figure it out together. Yeah. And it's better to tell the truth before there's a problem than after. Yeah. What's that phrase? Uh, I hate when people are like better to ask for, uh, forgiveness forgiveness than permission. Uh I don't agree with that. Uh, Sometimes (laughs) I agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of live my life that way. (laughs) I I got to admit I'm going to. Okay. (laughs) And do as I say, not as I do type of thing. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But I went to parties when I was in high school and never told my mom the truth. Same. (laughs) So yeah, again, please, please, children that are listening, don't do as we did, do as we say. (laughs) Okay. So this is, like we said, this is the egg episode, the, the, I'd like to exchange an egg episode and Dave, uh, no, Steve and Andrea sort of go on their whole adventure. Like that's kind of like the B storyline of them trying to get to the party. And I thought that they, the scenes were really good with Andrea and Steve. Didn't you think? They were, they were my favorite. Like it made me want to see more of these two. Cause He's like Lucy. She's like Ethel. I don't know. It just like, I, I wanted to see more comedy with yeah, these two. Yeah, and they two. like it bicker just and argue and it's so good there. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's not like romantic, but I was like, oh, I thought this, I mean, they've done a couple things together. I thought this was going to lead to more, but nope, nope. It's just isolated egg. Just the egg episode. And David gets wasted. Yeah. I want to come back to David and Donna, actually, okay. because there's, You see more in this episode, but I think we need to take a little break. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. 
I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC Injectable Gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops. Timeless 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, 
Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Okay, sis, you want to talk about David and Donna? You want to get into that, huh? They're starting to hang out a lot together it's all happening mm-hmm. yeah hmm. exactly and it, and it works and she's like you see you're like oh i see what's about to happen there because they're so cute together he's wasted and he's well, i didn't understand this he's really a good dancer brian is a great dancer yeah but i guess when he gets drunk he was a really bad dancer he was like whipping you all <laughs> over the dance floor does that make any sense though no doesn't liquid courage kind of make you even better of a dancer, a little looser? I would think. It didn't work that way on David, though, because he was looking rough out there. But everybody it was, was interesting dancing. They made him, it was interesting they made him be the one to ask for the whiskey bottle at the liquor store. Out of all the of youngest you. The youngest one. The youngest one. And the one that you looks the youngest. Yeah, and and then yet he gets it. He got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? I summed up from this episode, Donna and David as a couple, they can't hold their liquor. (laughs) The two of them. Yeah. Donna goes on (laughs) to get drunk at prom. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. Um, Yeah. I wonder now that they're married, if they're sober now. (laughs) They probably steer steer away from the liquids. Yeah. (laughs) It was a dry wedding. (laughs) But Dylan's dancing, which you don't see very often. Ever. Mm -mm. Rare sighting. Brandon, Brandon dances. Well, I I mean, he says, let's dance, but then it's not really dancing. No. I feel like they were together by this episode. Were they together by this episode? They had to have been. This is what exactly what I knew exactly where you're going with us. Yeah. So I remember when we were filming in this warehouse, uh, watching them film their off camera. Uh, we were off camera and just watching them film their scene. And we were all like, that's when we started to be like, mm-hmm. we couldn't remember where we first saw it. This is where we first like, are they together? Hmm? Yeah. That, their, their kisses were a little bit more than actor kisses. <laughs> oh my God. It was like watching a soft porn, you guys. It was a lot. It was a big, it was a lot open, that day. I remember. mouthy, tonguey situation <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it made me uncomfortable like even when it was on our coverage they were making out on their end when they didn't have to really and you know what i felt like even before the drug kicked in for brandon he was just so not brandon like again this is something you tapped on before his acting was more like jason than it was brandon oh (laughs) And I feel like him yeah. being around Emily, like that, it pulled that part, like the Jason cool guy out of, out on, you know, he wanted to be that guy all the time. Yes. And that started what last episode we started to yeah. see him. It of- was Emily Valentine's like, um, her presence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
made, made Brandon not only Brandon oh, a bad Spell. boy, but Jason too, maybe. Hmm. Interesting concept we have going here. Yeah. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's true. But you're so patient oh, and fun with, with David ripping you around the dance floor. <laughs> it's just the cutest thing. Kelly's having zero fun. Zero. <laughs> She's like the third wheel times three. Like she, there's, she has nobody to talk to, nobody to dance with. It's really not her thing, though. No, that's not her scene, I don't think. Mm-mm. And I thought it was very unbelievable that she thought the drug dealer was hot. I was like, no chance. Agree. Uh, <laughs> agree. She go, It was like, she goes, except that guy, he's kind of cute or something, whatever she said. And then they <laughs> yeah. show a shot of him and you're like, what? <laughs> I mean, she has made some questionable decisions over the years. <laughs> Haven't we all? Haven't we all? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Maybe that was a little tease, a foreshadowing of, of later what? on, Colin. <laughs> oh, the drugs. Colin, drugs. Mm. Oh, the drugs. Like, spoiler well, alert. Cute. <laughs> I mean, they didn't think that far ahead, no, but it's kind of it. a quinky dink. But yeah, uh, I just, the whole thing with Brandon getting effed up, he, uh, I didn't like it. It was just upsetting. It was upsetting to me as a fan. Yeah. Oh, Brandon disappointed you? He did. But he didn't know. He didn't know. No, he was fault. innocent in my eyes. But yeah, of course. I mean, it wasn't his fault. But I didn't like it. I still didn't like it. I blamed Emily for sure. The The exterior of the club scenes, did you notice where that was? Nowhere. No. It was outside of our sound stages on Calvert <laughs> in Van Nuys. Where Peach Pit After Dark ended up going. Right. And they just like, they, they opened up one of those doors mm. and they drove Dylan's car right in there. They drove all the cars inside the warehouse and then we shot inside the warehouse. Oh, you're right. That was the warehouse we filmed in. Uh-huh. It later became the Peach Pit After Dark. Yeah. Right. Where we always, the whole cast parked our cars right there. We had to move them that day, I guess. What about the liquor store? I don't remember the liquor store. I'm pretty oh. sure it would, that was a Van Nuys special. <laughs> that was like a Van Nuys liquor store. I know I know that liquor store. You do? It's in Van Nuys. It is. Oh, you do? I feel like uh, I have stopped at that liquor store uh, late at night, which is not safe. <laughs> for liquor? When we film there. Uh, I can't remember. Maybe just a snack. I feel like Shannon made me stop there one night for cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Funyuns and a pack of Marble Lights, please. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> That's going to be a good night. <laughs> but it is true. The friend group was really strong in this episode. Like, again, mm-hmm. it, I love seeing how they've, they kind of write everybody together in these scenes. And I feel like they do that more and more and more as the show goes on. And it, it really is like the core of the show. I love it. It is. And that, those yeah. were always our favorite scenes when we got to all be together. And I mean, keep in mind, like this club day, it was a long day. It was hot in there. And like we were all stuck in this. Wait, do you remember that girl? The, they they, they, they panned to her like a couple of times. She had a mohawk and like piercings mm-hmm. all over her face yes. and ears. And she was hardcore. Do you remember, do remember her? her off camera? Yeah, we hung out. I remember hanging out with that girl off camera and just. She was so awesome. I can't, I don't remember her name, but she's the one that's like, mm-hmm. 
Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you remember something? I can't. I know. It's a, it's a, I remember seeing her on the show, but I don't remember hanging out with her. I do. Maybe it was just me. Maybe we just went out to a rave together. Who knows? <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just hit it well, off. We're dressed for it. <laughs> and did you also notice that um, when they go to get Brandon's car at the end, uh, he, it was all, you know, broken and mm-hmm. vandalized. Um, mm-hmm. Did you notice whose name was written on the side of it? Mm-mm. Rose? Barb. Barb? Barb. <laughs> she was one of our prop people. She was our prop lady. <laughs> and we love Barb. We love so her. Much. She was so fun. And I loved it that she spray painted her own name on the car. Get it, girl. We had uh, Ross, Barb, and Gretchen, right? Yep. All three, though? That's a lot. Was it at different times? Maybe? I feel like Gretchen would come in and out. It was Barb and Ross, and then Gretchen was like an additional. But then Barb person. left, right? I think so. I don't remember. Barbie, right? But she went by Barb. Barb. Yep. Barbie. Mm-hmm. And the only other thing that really stood out to me in this episode, and it probably only stood out to me, and I'm getting used to that. Is it a boom? Uh, well, no, the boom's a whole other um, subject. I saw the boom <laughs> three times, you guys. The boom. How? Look, this is wow. how I, I write it. Excellent at that. It says boom. And then I make tally marks. She B, has her tally one, marks. two, three. Three times. Sections. Yep. God, keep it straight. Why do you have such cute hands? You do a boom reel. <laughs> but the other thing With that like really music. stood out for me is when um, they were doing that, you know, brilliant uh, egg in the frying pan, sort of bringing it home. Drugs are bad. <laughs> message there when Andrea goes into the kitchen of the peach pit. Yeah. Who let her in the kitchen? That doesn't happen. You can't just go in and cook an egg in the, in the peach pit. Where's that? She hates when this happens. She hates this part of it. Yeah. It's not realistic. Doesn't like when they sense. were doing when they were doing construction mm-hmm. and it was closed uh, but and they I were still in there. I think it's fine cuz she's friends with Brandon. I think it oh, makes so sense. employees get to bring their friends into the kitchen and cook cook on the... It was, it was a slow morning. Oh, maybe. Really bothered me. But that me. was a thing. That was a commercial that aired on TV for like D.A.R.E. Yeah, something. that's what I thought. That was like the, the whole anti-drug campaign was, this is your brain. This oh, is your yeah. brain on drugs. Yep. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> they reenacted And at it. the very end, it says, oh. any questions? Any questions? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they should bring that one back. I feel like that's my brain... Without drugs sometimes. Fried egg. <laughs> oh my God. That's mom brain. That's a, yeah. That's Ooh. mom brain continuously. Things they never tell you. But all in all, I thought it was a good episode. I really am curious what's going to happen next with Emily because like I told you guys, I watched this one before I watched the last one. Mm-hmm. So I was really confused right. about Brandon being back with Emily but now I get it. Now they're back together. But what's going to happen now? He's He wants nothing to do with her. Well, yeah. It looks like they broke up. That's not going to sit well with her. Mm-mm. I'm predicting. You have a feeling. When she, she was so nasty when she came over to the Walsh's house at the very end of this episode and was like spinning the, the lie even more. And then like, and be like, well, Brenda, don't you remember you took the keys and you left us there? She's a liar. <laughs> I was like, she ah! A GD liar. Just when she had us convinced that it was all an illusion, what, like, don't judge a book by mm-hmm. a, by its cover. Made us feel uh-huh. bad for not being, like, so welcoming. Yeah. And, uh, we felt yep. like mean girls. Mm-hmm. 
we were right. Sure were. And Brenda knows it too. Brenda, in this episode, she's not having any, she's getting the feelings, the instinct mm-hmm. that Emily's bad news bears. Brenda always knows. She kind of always knows. We never found out what happened to Kelly and Donna walking into Kelly's room though. Like your mom was there, but, the, but then the scene there was got no cut. other scene. Yeah, the scene get cut. <laughs> no, I think they just, I mean, what do you think happened? She made Donna go home and Kelly was grounded. Or she was like, oh my God, that's okay. Tell me all about it. What was it like? <laughs> Did you guys do drugs? <laughs> and then she'd offer, and then she offered them a bump. No. Did that ever no, happen mom. to you guys getting caught or sneaking out of the house and coming home and your mom was in your room? Okay. So my mom would, s- I had an earlier curfew than everyone. And when I would get home, she would be, I couldn't sneak up to my room because she'd be sitting in the kitchen and it would come home through the kitchen outdoor. It like came, you had to go through the kitchen. And she'd be sitting there and she'd always pretend to be reading a magazine or a catalog at the time. But she was waiting up for me. <laughs> and I always thought I was fine. And I always gave it away when she'd be like, give me a kiss goodnight. And I'd be like, no, because I had drink, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh, I just go and be like, hug her quickly and go upstairs. And she'd always let me go. And then I'd be up there and five minutes later, she'd be like, we have to talk. <laughs> like, oh damn. God. And you always think you're perfectly sober at that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's what I do as a mom of girls that are bigger. I uh, I don't wait up for them anymore because I'm too old to do that. I just want to go to bed. Uh, but I make them come in. I like text them and say, when you get home at whatever, 12 o'clock or whatever your curfew is, uh, come in and kiss mommy goodnight. And oh my God. I'll, every time. Yeah. But there's only been one time when I was like, okay, it's, it's not what you normally smell like. <laughs> and you have a good nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But do they ever try to compensate it? Like, do they come in smelling like scope? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, knock, I literally knock on wood. I still have one to go through these teenage years, but I've only had one time, maybe two times when I've had to be, you know, ha- ha- come, you know, drop the hammer. That is good. Yeah. Because I think they see like... My mom is on it. Like, I can't get anything past her. So I'm not even mm-hmm. going to try. What happened when you were young, though? Did you ever get caught? Nobody was waiting up for me. No, my I don't remember ever getting caught with anything. Um, Mimi didn't wait up? I can't imagine that. <laughs> I don't, I, no, she, she didn't wait up. She trusted you. And I lived, like, upstairs in the room upstairs from hers. I... I just had my own like little world up there and there was no parental supervision going on at that time. I think she was busy with other things <laughs> or I'm just a really good liar. Yeah. Sis. It's probably what it was. Oh yeah. My mom caught me once. I was snuck out my window and I came back and she was right there in my bed. Out the window. That like that's like crawling into the window. Really sneaky. We had to because there was like an alarm system in our house. And so my brother like rigged it so that my bedroom, I could be able to slide the door or slide mm-hmm. the window and crawl out that way. It was a horror deal. I would like set up a ladder on the side of the house and all of it. And one time she, I came back and she was in there. My mom was one of those that was like, oh, she was almost happy that it was that she would catch me. And then she would just say, okay, we'll, we'll just keep it from your dad. And so it was always oh. like our secret. And she never really punished me, but then I never did it again. I was like, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. 
But that's good though. The, the ladder and the, you have a good story by sneaking out the ladder and the window. That's like, a lot of effort. Yeah. I know. But that right? party was worth it. I was horny. <laughs> <laughs> so horny teenager trying to go over to my boyfriend's house, probably. <laughs> yes. You are so scandalous sometimes. Oh, I used to be. <laughs> back in the good old days. Now I'm just nine months pregnant waiting <laughs> we'll, for this. We'll get you back eventually in about a year. Yeah, we'll oh, go out. We'll, we'll do some bad things. You'll love it. <laughs> yes. Can we talk fashion, you guys? We should. We should take a break. And we have some oh, questions that I want to get to. And there's so many great lines from this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys wrote some down, but we should cover all of that coming up. Cool. <laughs> Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Yes, so many great lines from this episode. Do you, what, what was your favorite line? I'm curious. You know what it's going to be. Don't go away mad, you guys. Just go away. <laughs> Said by Emily Valentine. What about you? Uh, okay, that's hard for me because there were a few. Okay, uh, one was... When Steve Sanders says, I heard those things are a raging babe fest. If, if that's <laughs> yeah. illegal, then I'm public enemy number one. <laughs> they like that one. That's a good one. That was good. Okay. That was one of mine okay. too. What Check. about this one? What about this one? This must be, oh, this is from Emily Valentine. Haven't you heard dancing is the key to popularity? Oh yeah. <laughs> I had one from Emily, which was not so nice. And it was to Kelly, she's like, I know how you feel because life can be really depressing without a boyfriend. <laughs> just like such a bitch line. Like, Rubbing what? it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I also liked it when Kelly says, this place is never again. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, actually. That I should be a t-shirt. This place is never again. This place is never again. Here we go. <laughs> Um, she, Kelly also had a good one. She was like, Donna, why does David have to go with us everywhere we go? <laughs> Donna's like, I don't know. That's what it was yeah. said in the script. Yeah. And I'm like, cause he's number five on the cast list. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How about fashion? My favorite fashion was Donna Martin's knee high boots. I like oh that gosh. look on you. I, thank you. I was crushing on this episode. I remember being super excited because we all wore like cutesy bright colors and we got to wear black in Edgy, this episode. Yeah. And like, I felt like Donna never wore black really. Mm-hmm. So this episode, I just felt like furious and you looked great. I loved all, remember we took that photo. I lost that little poster. Remember I had that car, uh, cut uh, cardboard cutout yeah. of all of us like back to back in our rave outfits. Um, we go? had it in our office, office. at BH90210. It's probably in your car somewhere. No, I forgot. <laughs> Never to be seen again. <laughs> um, no, I left it there. And when Chris and Mike, who are our co-creators of BH90210, when they cleaned up, I said, please get that. I don't know. Oh, they have it then. Just like we still have his iPads. <laughs> Oh yeah. Shh. Yeah. Don't talk. Well, mine's, it stopped working. So yeah. The, one of our friends from, uh, that we worked on BHN on gave us iPads so we could read the script and make notes more, I don't know, in the new generation way. Yeah. <laughs> but I, we kept the iPads 
And now mine's broken. Sorry. That's okay. They don't, they don't listen to our podcast. They don't support us. So it's fine. <laughs> okay, good. I'm just kidding. I'm glad about that. <laughs> they were like, you guys have a podcast? Yeah. Second season. Don't worry about it. Could you keep these outfits if you really, really liked them? You always had to give them back. Mm-mm. No, we, we could borrow stuff. Yeah. Th- oh, like okay. there were times when they would let us borrow stuff if they were feeling nice. Uh, it, but you have, <laughs> you definitely had to bring it back. Like the over the knee boots, like so cute. Like you wouldn't be able to keep those. Oh my gosh. They weren't the easiest to walk around in. I remember that, but that's very Donna <laughs> Martin Yeah, to not be able to move in something. But um, I really liked Emily's little top. I did too. Yeah, that was I cute. feel like that's very in right now. And like the big old ring hoop. Yep. Above her chest. Mm-hmm. You think Brandon was supposed to take his top off or that was our Jason Dexy one to impress Christine? Yeah. Where'd his shirt go? Mm. And then he was wearing, he was wearing her jacket, right? Mm. I mean, he looked hot. I feel like he, he oh. went for that. He did that. I bet that was his idea. It looks like, good. I'm a shower. I'm not just the goody two shoes, Brandon. Like there's a side to me. She should see me offset. Yeah. yeah. I'm dangerous. <laughs> It's a really good episode. Very, a very Loved famous episode. episode, Euphoria. Yes. Excited to finally catch up with that one for sure. Do you have any questions from our listeners? Are our listeners still giving us questions? They sure are. Where do you think they got that name Euphoria for a drug? Do you think it's not real, right? Euphoria is not a real thing. So they must have made it up because it, it was I supposed it was to be like ecstasy like or Molly or something, right? Correct. Yeah. I mean, not that I know about drugs like that, but... I've heard that. No, I actually looked it up because I wanted to see if this was like a made up drug. I thought it was real at the time. I didn't know. Like I never (laughs) took one of those types of drugs. So I was was like. Was it made up? Um, the name. Yeah, it kind of was. I mean, I found something that was like, maybe it was a thing in like the (laughs) sixties. That makes sense. But they were trying to make it be ecstasy. Yeah. They just (laughs) didn't want to write that in and they didn't want to actually say the word ecstasy on, I guess, network cable or television. Oh my God, they should have done like a little tin of euphoria and it'd be like candies or mints just as like a wink, wink. We should, we should come out with that, <laughs> carry it on our merch. Yeah, the next merch that comes out. Yeah, But the uh, Jonathan Roberts, who is the writer and producer on this, wrote the infamous egg scene. So I wonder if he had more insight on into the rave world. Maybe, Jonathan Roberts. Maybe he was a big raver. Maybe. <laughs> okay, Imagine so in the writer's room, like we want this to be real Anyone mm-hmm. here been to raves? Imagine all the writers are like, uh, mm-hmm. no, not me. How about you? <laughs> yeah. He's like, how do you raise your hand for that? Like, well, have you done I know somebody. I don't know. <laughs> I shroomed once. Like, not me, <laughs> the writer. Like, I've never shroomed. <laughs> okay, ready for some questions? Yeah. yeah. Lisa is saying, what was the nightlife like when you were filming Beverly Hills 90210? Did being mega stars cause you stress when going out? Or was it easier or harder to find dates? Well, there's so many questions. A lot, of questions. a lot of questions in there. What was the nightlife like? Well, girl, yeah, start there. it was crazy. <laughs> no, it was, it was like the time, the days of the clubs, like bar one and... I can't remember the names. The Roxbury. The Roxbury? They made the movie after, yeah. like literally the Roxbury. Uh-huh. <laughs> Those were the big club days where you people would line up outside and only certain people would get in. I think it still happens. I, I don't know. Was it like you least- got dropped off in a car and like the bouncer opened the nope. velvet rope for you guys? 
And you walked right in? I um, I don't remember. We didn't never like, we never had chauffeurs. Like it wasn't a driver situation. And there wasn't Ubers oh. back then. You were scared of cabs back then. So we you would drive. Really? I can remember mm-hmm. being dropped off a couple of times, like after events or something in, from a limo mm-hmm. or with a driver. And I always felt so fancy, but yeah, they drop you off right up front and everybody sees that you've come in a car like that. And then the, the bouncers are like, oh, they let you right in. They, they open the little rope for you and let you right in. That's a good night at a club. Yeah. yeah. I always felt bad though. Cause when they do see like celebrities, they do let you right in. There's all these people that have been waiting there mm-hmm. for so long. And I always felt like these people were probably like, oh, that's so annoying. Like they show up and they're like, oh, please, please come right in. It's not like we were walking up and saying like, you have to let us in. Right. But they would, they always would spot if they spotted a celebrity, they'd be like, come right to the front. And you could have like 20 back in those days, you could have like 20 people with you and they let them all in. People yeah. outside would be like, mm. I'm, I feel bad it's, cutting in front of anybody in any uh, line. So Yeah. We always feel bad. It's still like that. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not right now because of the pandemic, but it's still like that. Vegas, LA, doesn't matter who you're rolling with. We need to, we need to go to an, okay. a, a club. I think we need to do some Oof. research. <laughs> it's like that scene from old school. It's like, I they won't let me in. I'm all pregnant. <laughs> oh, they'll let you oh, in. Oh, from Knocked Up? We'll make sure you get knocked in. Knocked up, knocked up, knocked, knocked up. You're right. Not old school, knocked up. Yes. I can't let you in. <laughs> She's pregnant and you're old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. That would be us going with sis to a club right now. <laughs> yep. I see we try it. I'm totally up for it. Oh, yeah. I got like two weeks left. <laughs> I don't think there's clubs open right now. Oh Not really. There there's are. bars there though. There are clubs open now. Seriously still? Back open. Some are, and you have to show your Vax card. It's like a whole thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Like the Abbey in West Hollywood, you have to show your Vax card, Cha Cha Lounge. You know about the Abbey Silver in Lake. West Hollywood, don't you? Yes. I did go there semi recently. Don't you did? I did. I did. But I felt kind <laughs> of, it was like a rap party after I did Messiness, and like we went and I was like, okay, I'm with Snooky. Like, of course, I'm going to be at the Abbey in West Hollywood. But it was, I'd been vaxxed and like, I, I felt freedom again. But now mm-hmm. with the new strain, I, I don't feel like you can go out anymore because you never know yeah. now. It's all reversing. It's all, yeah. So what about um, being a mega star and causing stress when going out? Did you ever feel stress? I mean, I feel like there's always that element of you have to kind of be working in a way, like you're kind of on because you never Best know behavior. what cameras on you, especially now, yeah. you'd never know who's going to say something. I don't know. You know, you just, you have to be aware of your surroundings much more. I think when you're a public person, because people love to get that shot of you looking terrible mm-hmm. or doing something bad mm-hmm. or, you know, you your underwear showing, yeah. whatever it is. Guess, I mean, we yeah. had it a little bit easier 30 years ago because it wasn't like everyone had iPhones like now, oh my goodness, they can videotape, like everything. I mean, and it's still, there wasn't tons of paparazzi. There would be like one outside. I mean. Yeah, like people, once you're in the club, it was kind of like a safe space maybe, but then. Like now? Out, outside. And now it's like everyone has a cell a mess at a club. Like mm-hmm. what would happen? Like it would be everywhere, pictures. What's that site that's really popular now? Ledoux? No. Do, do, mo, do more. Like a. Moi. De moi. 
No, Ladue was like 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm always thinking about food. Um, no, it's a celebrity website, you guys. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. Right? It's like Dumois. 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 And they, they catch, yeah, unsuspecting scary. celebrities doing things. There's pictures because people are just like... So, I mean, nothing bad, but you'll just see people like just at dinner and they have no idea that the person right across from them is taking a picture and sending it to Dumois. It's like a real life Gossip Girl. Yes. Hey, did you guys watch the new Gossip Girl by any chance? I have. I, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Mm. Did you like it, sis? It's coming out old school style where like you have to wait a week for the next episode. So that's annoying. Um, it's taking me a minute to get into it. I like it, but it's very similar to the old one. And I'm like, really? Let's see, let's see it pick up a little bit. I don't know. I thought, again, we've talked about this before, but I thought that ugh, just pushing the envelope too far for teen content. Like, <gasps> really? Yeah. The, there were some scenes where I was like, I I, my kid can't watch this. <laughs> no way. I can't even watch this. But that's what the other Gossip Bro was. Back then, there was a lot of like, sexualness. I can't really I say like, the scene that I'm specifically talking about. Well, now you made me want to watch it, though. So <laughs> mission don't watch the show. They're doing what? Euphoria. Then that's um, <laughs> is that on HBO? I, f- I can oh, forget yeah, what yeah. that's on. Oh, that with Zendaya. My husband can't even watch that show. He was just like, "This is like, this is like child. I can't watch these children making out and doing all this. It just makes me uncomfortable." And I was like, I "It's know. just a show." <laughs> Wait, where'd they get that name from? Oh yeah, good question. Hmm. But they spell it like the word. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> um, was it easier to find, uh, easier or harder to find dates? That's the final question of the first question. Who finds a date? Like, who wants a date? <laughs> first of all, when you go to a club, <laughs> you just want to go with your girls or like. Or maybe they just met in general, like nightlife or just those years. No, it's always find it's easy to find somebody no. that wants to go club it up. Like, I never was at a club like looking guys like I was if I was at a club I was there with like my friends I'm yeah just, like, totally into that yeah this this episode made me flashback I used to love to go to uh lesbian bars to go dancing when I when oh. I was that age and yeah and I, my best friend is a lesbian and we would go dancing and it, it was the greatest place because you were not, you weren't getting hit on the way guys hit on girls and Everybody there was just dancing. We were we would joke around like we would wear our track suits and like uh, you know those backpacks with the water that you can sippy out of it, like just to stay on the dance floor <laughs> the whole time and dance and then hydrate and like keep dancing. You had a mission. Oh yeah, those <laughs> those are the good old days. That sounds fun. I just learned so much more about you in that. I know. Just picture that sentence. visual. Like I want a picture. Of that. I love. I love going to the, to the dancing clubs. I want to see you in a track suit with a backpack with a water. Sippy. What's that called? A camelback. The thing that a camelback back. Got a little. Every time you need it, or you could put vodka or whatever you want in there. I just wanted some hydration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little jungle juice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Yep. <laughs> that's good. Okay, next question is from Steph. After watching celebrities like Simone Biles take a break for her mental health, was there an episode or season that you just really needed a break? A season. Were you a, a, season. a season? Were you allowed to take time off away or did you have to act through the scenes and tough it out even if your personal life was tough? 
which I'm assuming you did because you guys never took a break. You got to be, you got to be professional and deliver. Like those were the, I I can count on many days when, because my life is as all lives are, there are up and downs and highs and lows, but especially during those 10 years of my life, things were crazy. And, um, Mm -hmm. when you're upset about something, you, you can't not work. You can't, you can't say I've had a bad night. I didn't sleep or whatever. You've got to show up as there's a hundred people there waiting for you and your, your Mm -hmm. decision is affecting so many other people. So I can remember plenty of times bawling my eyes out in the wardrobe and, or the makeup trailer or in my dressing room and then just having to suck it up and get through the day. Wow. Same. Yeah. I remember them having to like reapply my makeup several times because I cried it off. Mm-hmm. And same with being sick. Like you, there with you. There's no sick days. No. When you're in in an ensemble show like that, I I remember working sick as a dog and just waiting for them to say I could go home. But no, there was never any calling in sick or. Having but that's crazy day. to me because if you're like actually sick, then wouldn't you be contagious and then get other people sick? On it's set? true. I mean, it's yeah. They didn't care, then. but it's a whole thing. Like if you call out, and then it's like, all right, you're just no one's filming that day. Or they have everyone's to, off. They have to right? adjust everything. Find yeah. other people to come in, and then it's like a whole delay. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is different from what Simone Biles is going through, though. It's like in her case, mm-hmm. it's. Her mental health is so it, it it could put her life in danger. Like she could she could literally like get herself so injured because of the tricks that she's doing. It's not like the same category, but I think where I know where they were trying to get at with the whole mental health, like just in general when it comes to you guys showing up on set, like because you do have to suck it up and right. And we're not get minimizing that. Day. It's just completely, yeah, you're not it's trying completely to do gymnastics different. on yeah. set. <laughs> Well, that is all we have for today, ladies. That's all we have. That's it. What's next week? <gasps> next episode. Next episode is episode 16, My Desperate Valentine. Hmm. I feel like this is going to have our girl in it. I think so. Not, mm. my goodness. not really making us happy right now. It's going to be a good one. Do you think they named that episode before they named her character? And they were like, oh, this is going to be good. I don't know. So we're wondering, Valentine, like, where'd it come from? Everybody watch the episode and we will see you next week. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two.
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 